You are tuned in to the Supernatural Encounters broadcast from Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade, Pastor Champions Church, Lakoja. Connect with us on Facebook at Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade. I'm also on Instagram as Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade. Or visit us online, https colon slash slash www.supernatural-encounters.org. Stay tuned and God bless you richly. Loving selflessly and giving unconditionally. Uh, we have established the fact that God is love and anyone that will relate with God must come in that context. Matter of fact, that is the all map of our work with God. Right now, we want to consider another very important aspect of this whole subject by looking at loving God. How do we love God? How do we love God? In Psalms 18 verse 1 that we read previously, David was talking and said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Now, okay, you can't see God, so how do you love him? In Psalms 116 verse 1, it says, I love the Lord because he had heard my voice and my supplication. In Psalms 91 from verse 14, Psalms 91 from verse 14, the Bible says, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now all this combined together are saying the same thing. Particularly talking about the benefits that come into loving God. Now in verse 14 he said, God was saying because he has set is love upon him therefore god said number one there will be deliverance number two there will be promotion to be on high number three he said he will call upon me that is in the place of prayer he said he assurance of prayers god said no matter what trouble is going through i will be with him and is assured of deliverance in whatever situation he finds himself as a result of loving god longevity of life is assured and then the benefit of salvation would also accrue who doesn't want to see all these happen in his life Everybody does. I want that. And I believe you also want it. So now how do we then begin to actualize and then see this happen in our lives? We want to go a little deeper by looking at what does it mean to love God? We have seen how to love people by forgiving them, by caring for them, by you know showing brotherly love and all that and all that. But now we're looking at how to love God. In John chapter 14 verse 15, in John chapter 14 verse 15, the Bible tells us that he that loves me will keep my commandments. There is something about the condition for loving God. It has to do with keeping his commandments. A good way to demonstrate that is you don't want to offend those who love you. Once you know somebody loves you, you want to jealously guard the relationship in such a way that you do not go contrary to what they have instructed. But sadly, some people are very careless with their relationships, even vertically and horizontally. More importantly, horizontally, 
You know, someone loves you and you are taking that love for granted. When the person gets all, he can turn his back. And love, I've seen love turn into hatred before because of carelessness in managing the love relationship. Now, in this scripture, we understand, the Bible says that God was talking, he said, those who love me will keep my commandments. Now, we have looked at God's commandments as his instructions unto us, you know, the things he wants us to do. This then brings us to a very, very vital point, wherein God says, when you love me, you will obey my instructions. Now, loving God here is demonstrated in the place of obedience, adherence to whatever he says. Because if God tells you he hates something and you want to claim you love him, you don't want to walk in hatred. You don't want to you don't want to wound God's feelings because hating what he loves or loving what he hates would then make both of you not to be able to work together. And the scripture says in Amos 3 3, can two work together except they agree? In John 14, verse 21, that same John 14, verse 21, look at what Jesus said. He said, He that has my commandments and keeps them. He it is that loves me, and he that loves me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. Again, see the condition and the benefit accrued or attached to loving God here. God was saying, He said, Now, now, if you have his commandment, now the commandment today tells us of his word. This was Jesus himself teaching us here, talking about the word. The modus operandi of the kingdom. When you know my commandment, when you know my instruction, which is primarily on love. In John 13, 34, 35, he said, By this shall all men know ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. He said, A new commandment I give unto you, that you should love one another. A good way for you to demonstrate your love towards God is by keeping his commandments. What has he commanded to do? And I'm going to tell people, I said, when people have issues in the church or in the fellowship among brethren, is because they have ulterior motives or they are not living by the standard of the word of God. Because, you see, if what guides you is not the uh, constitution of your community or of your village of your town but it is the word of god and you esteem that you will realize that the friction will be less and the bible is either has this commandment so having the word of god knowing the mind of god is a starting point and keeping the mind of god demonstrate the fact that you love him and it says those who love him now look at the benefits we love our father and he said i will also love him and manifest myself to him i can't wait for all these benefits to begin to happen because that is god's mind that is god's agenda now look at what the bible says in verse 3 manifestation of god coming to us is like is like when he's when he's in you god is everywhere jesus is everywhere i mean the holy spirit is everywhere but the, the good the truth of the matter is that don't manifest in every place there is the general presence and then there's the manifest presence. The manifest presence means that they will show themselves strong on our behalf. The Bible says, Jesus could do no mighty works because of their unbelief when he got to his own village. Now, he did some works, but the works he did were very, very small compared to what he could have done. We can see the manifestation of God in bigger dimensions, in greater dimensions than we have ever witnessed. Look at John 14, verse 3. And Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my word. It's a standing condition. Say, and my father will love him and will come unto him and will make our boat with him. Now, meaning that going beyond the concept of just manifesting yourself, manifesting themselves unto us, is the ever abiding presence. Who doesn't love those who love them? 
When you truly love God, God is attracted, God is drawn unto you, and He said, I will not only man just manifest myself to you as an individual, and that is why it is conditional. It is not a general thing, it is specific, it is brought down to only those who keep that. And I close by looking at the concept of the first love according to Revelation chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 7. Revelation chapter 2, 1 to verse 7, unto the angel of the church at Ephesus. Right, this thing said, he that ordered the seven star in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden candlestick cup. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them as liars, and hast borne and hast patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore whence thou art fallen, and repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Now, now, from the passage that we just read, we do not see any evil being committed in terms of maybe adultery or fornication or stealing as the case may be. But what we see is a departure from the first law. Look at it for yourself. How have you left your zeal, your prayer life, your Bible study life, your time of fasting, your devotion unto God? Where are they now compared to where you used to be? Are you going back or you are stagnant or you are going forward? You can judge that by yourself. And I pray as we share this, there will be a repentance and we will restore back unto our first love. In Jesus' name, amen.